So we are not playing the game that you think that we're playing. Today, instead, we're playing a different game called Dead or Alive. So we are going to read you the name of a celebrity, and you merely have to tell us whether you think that person is dead or alive. So can I go to uh, Google? No, you cannot. The whole point of the game is that we pretend there's no internet. Tennis player Billie Jean King. Oh, not alive. She is still with us as of this yeah, recording. Thought, Isn't that great? Like a couple years ago. Noam Chomsky. Oh, Noam. Noam. Um, he's old. He's still alive? As of this recording, he is 93 years old and still going. Judge Wapner. Oh, he's got to be dead. I'm going to say dead. Correct. Judge Wapner died in 2017. He died when I was like 12, I think. Right? You were not 12 in 2017. <laughs> Terrence Trent Darby. Oh. <laughs> 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 wishing well, wishing well. <laughs> Still kicking. Correct. Just turned 60 years old. Pete Rose. Oh, Pete Rose is alive. I mean, he's probably dead to many people, but alive in terms of the clinical sense. In the clinical sense, he is 81 years old. Sam Donaldson. Alive. Oh, God, I want to take that back. Um, can I, is it too late? I'm not doing too good on this. Bill Russell. I need a hint. <laughs> he was a basketball player in the 1960s. Oh, that didn't help at all. Leslie Nielsen. You remember who that is? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Uh, the rapper Too Short. Too Short, alive. That is correct. Too Short is 56 years old. Good, good. Where do you go, Too Short? <laughs> Neil Diamond. Oh, God, that's hard. I'm going to... I know he's been in poor health. I'm going to say dead. I am happy to report Neil Diamond is still with us at 81 years old. He's one of those that like, you feel like should be, right? If he's not. Yeah. <laughs> Farrah Fawcett. Oh, Farrah Fawcett's alive. I mean, come on now. I'm afraid we lost wait, her. Wait, wait, no. <laughs> Eddie Van Halen. Eddie Van Halen. He's, yeah, he's here, right? Unfortunately, Eddie Van Halen died in 2020. Oh, goodness. I'm sorry. Would you like to say something to the Van Halen family while we're on the line? I know. I guess I'll have to send a card. <laughs> Welcome to Famous and Gravy. My name is Amit Kapoor. And my name is Michael Osborne. And holy shit, why am I speaking first? <laughs> because we're doing something different on the show today. We are. Should I just come out and say it? I think so. Okay, we are announcing the launch of our app called Dead or Alive that you can play at deadoraliveapp.com. We'll be repeating that URL throughout the conversation. Correct. In fact, if you look under your sock right now, we've actually tattooed it on your ankle. <laughs> the QR code anyway. Yes. Yeah. So you don't even have to worry about memorizing it. So why is this an episode Yeah. Uh, as opposed to just an announcement? Are you asking me? No, I'm asking it rhetorically. But would you like to answer the question since you're so used to dominating the microphone <laughs> on our... I, I'll tell you why we're doing this. Because this is not just a game. This is actually a game that you started telling me about like 10 years ago, and it was the inspiration for the Famous and Gravy podcast. That's exactly right. So the app that we're announcing today is actually the origin story of this podcast, and in some other way is actually the origin story of Michael and Amit. Yeah. I was working in San Francisco. That was probably the year I met you, Michael. Yeah, the game came from, uh, oh God, probably about 2011. Yeah, that's yeah. about the time. Or maybe we it was met. the year after. Yeah. We, were, we were close to celebrating our one-year anniversary. Best friends? Yeah. I don't remember getting you a ring. You got me a cake. Yeah. 
<laughs> did I? Yes. Oh, yeah. No, I actually was there for your birthday that year. So I was working for Wikipedia at the time. Yeah. What were you doing there? I worked in global development, so trying to expand access to Wikipedia in underdeveloped countries. But the strangest thing I observed was one of the most popular edits on Wikipedia was there is a race to be the first person to edit the entry to show that someone has died. Interesting. Okay, so there's this army of volunteer, what are they called, editors? Yeah, there's a cannonball run to get to the editing page, <laughs> and there's a badge of honor that people wear of being the first person to change the Wikipedia entry to say that this person has died. So it's like seconds. Like, it's like as soon as it's publicly announced, like everybody's running to their computer to try and get it? Yeah, depending on the fame of the person, it can be seconds. So 2011 was Steve Jobs, for example, and that was— I Milliseconds. Yeah, it may have, I don't even think you can be that fast. But yes, certainly less yeah. than 10, I would imagine. As fast as the fingers can type on the keyboard. Okay, yeah. so so my observation about that was there is now data, there is now instant data that we know who is dead or alive. Yeah. Well, okay, So, but that doesn't exactly answer the question, where did the list come from? I mean, it kind of does, but there's more to the list in the game. Yeah, than that. the list came from a secondary phenom that was also happening on the internet which was mostly on Facebook, and it was this outpouring of rest in peace. Every time somebody died, my entire Facebook feed would be filled with people saying, rest in peace, Betty Ford. Mm. Yeah. Or Steve Jobs, or anybody else in 2011. Correct. Right. And okay. it seemed so asynchronous to me, the level of outpouring versus how much they may actually care that this person died. Well, is this because it would disappear from your news feed? It would disappear days? from your conscious. Yeah. You may not know in six months whether this person actually died or not. Steve Jobs would be an exception. But right. Betty Ford? Neil Armstrong? No, I need <laughs> Do you really know in six months? Do you even remember that they died? Walter Mondale, John Madden, Henry Kissinger, you name it. So it was these two things. You are at Wikipedia seeing what the internet was evolving into and ephemeral outpouring? Is that the other way to put this? I mean, sort of like excessive, but disingenuous. Interesting. And so I started to think, well, I'm going to start to ask people, do you even remember that this person die? That and so I started asking you. This is true. And I remember back in the day, one of the early names you uh, gave me was like Shirley Temple. I remember you like saying that and kind of lifting your chin in a kind of proud way. What do you think, Michael? Shirley Temple. And uh, this was 2011. And I said, surely she's dead. <laughs> and uh, she was not dead. We had two more years to go of We Shirley. had two more years of Shirley to go. And 11 years until Dimpled Ambassador came out. Indeed. So, yeah, we should talk about how what this has to do with Famous and Gravy. Yeah, so I think the third technology that we're leaving out was text messaging. Yeah. Text messaging all of a sudden became ubiquitous and free. Yeah. And so you and I, I started telling you about this, like, idea for essentially a quiz game yeah. of do you even remember whether this person died or not. Yeah. And you and I just started texting back and forth when we came up with a name. And it's funny the way the names would just sort of strike you. You know, I'd be walking down the street and all of a sudden think to myself, is Geraldine Ferraro still with us? Correct. And I'd be on the other end and be like, God fucking damn it. Did Geraldine Ferraro die? <laughs> Did I miss this? Yes. Yeah. We should say the name of the URL again. That is deadoraliveapp.com. That's app with two Ps. Deadoraliveapp.com. D-E-A-D. O-R-A-L-I-V-E-A-P-P dot com. Go to it on your mobile device. <laughs> Best experience. Best experience on a mobile device. We should say also that we did manage to get a lot of our friends excited about this game. Like, I mean, even when you and I were talking about it back in 2013, 
you would tell, I was not the only person you were telling about this idea for an app. There were other people like our friend, Sarah. I want it on record that I've played this before this became an app. I used to get like texts and calls from you people. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm not mistaken, I'm going to look at our text history. I feel like you've done, like you've sent some my way too. Is that right? Yeah. I was like Angela Lansbury and you guys were like, get away from me, you amateur. (laughs) (laughs) I don't believe that's, I don't believe that's how I responded, but, uh, It's it was the vibe. It was the vibe anyway. Oh, you know, um, I'm looking at our text chain. You know what it's got? Uh, what? It's you saying Dead or Alive, Angela Lansbury. And then shortly after that, Gene Siskel, Roger Ebert, question mark, question mark, in 2017. Okay, so we still haven't answered the question of how this becomes famous and gravy. Yeah, because I don't think we're there yet. Yeah, but I always had it in my head that this was adaptable to a podcast. Because you were a podcast guy. So I had started a podcast in the fourth year of my PhD, and I fell in love immediately. You know, I mean, one of the things that's so much fun about having a podcast is, you know, I'm all of a sudden able to talk to people that I would otherwise not be talking to. And and I don't know, I felt this kind of um, unlocking of creative energy. That podcast name is Generation Anthropocene. If I could go back 10 years, um, I'm not sure that I would name a podcast after a new geologic name, because every time... I described this podcast to somebody. I have to go through the geologic timetable again. But anyway, that's how it started. That's what and, I was up to. At and the time. while you're committing that name to memory, also commit the URL of the most fun game you've ever played, which is deadorliveapp.com. So we're playing Dead or Alive back and forth on text messaging. You have gotten in to podcasting via the sciences. Right. I am still at Wikipedia. And what was the confluence here? Well, I remember you were living in the city, and I was down at my house in East Palo Alto. That is correct. I was in the mission. You were in the mission. And every now and then, I would come up to the city, and we'd go out and get hammered. If you must put it that way. Right, we'd go have a good time, right? And But but I, we were always, like, whenever I'd come up to the city, I always had to plan whatever we were up to within a stone's throw of the Caltrain so that I could stumble back onto the train and make it home right. at some point. Yeah. So I'm remembering a very specific night. Yeah. And are you getting this picture of the specific night? I am. I know the exact night you're talking about. But yeah. You it go was on, you tell the story. Probably summer of 2013. Yes. And it was one of those nights that you have to catch the last Caltrain back. Right. So you're like, let's meet at a bar in Soma near um near the Caltrain near the ballpark. Yeah. And we landed up at a place I think it was called Pete's Tavern at the time. I am very certain it's not there anymore. Yeah. And you asked me a very specific question because you were into podcasting and you said, "Hey, if Dead or Alive were a podcast, what would it be?" What did you what was your answer? Do you remember? I think we volleyed it back and forth, but I do remember very, very clearly we arrived at an answer of, was this a good life? Yeah. I remember this too, actually. Like where, but that's it. I mean, that's kind of where we landed, right? That's where we left it. I mean, I think we might've even had some conversation about what does good life mean? But, but I'm not sure the conversation went anywhere. I don't think that. it went anywhere. I think it got drowned in uh, alcohol by volume. Yeah. And then I think, if I remember correctly, 
the entire city of San Francisco turned into pixie dust. Yeah. <laughs> and I left it yeah. within a year. And it was a long time before we saw each other again. It was about seven years before we hung out again. It is possible that I did not physically see you for those seven years in between. Yeah. I mean, we were still in touch over those years. We would still play Dead or Alive occasionally via text, but that was kind of it. A couple of things happened. You would inform me when your children were born, yeah, yeah. and we would text each other Dead or Alive questions. Thank you for allowing push notifications on that, by the way. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I would inform you of occasional life happenings. Yeah, no, we kept in touch, but it wasn't a whole lot of time hanging out together. We kind of, our lives diverged for a number of years. And there was more Dead or Alive back and forth than there was sharing of personal information and lives. Well, and after you and I parted ways in 20. 2013, you know, I'd send you a text every time a celebrity died. April 2013. There was genuine emotion today upon word that Roger Ebert had died. February 2014. Shirley Temple has died. She was one of the most popular and famous child stars ever. In fact, in the mid-1930s, she was the most popular actor of any age. February 2015. Is there a more famous TV gesture than the Vulcan salute? Leonard Nimoy, who popularized the gesture in his role as Mr. Spock on the 60s TV series Star Trek, both lived long and prospered before dying at the age of 83. December 2016. We're going to begin here with the mysterious final months in the life of George Michael. Fans have really been flocking to the singer's home in London, leaving flowers and paying their respects. May 2017. Before he was bombed, Sir Roger Moore was just plain old Roger, the only child of a policeman and homemaker mother, growing up in South London. June 2018. World-renowned chef, best-selling author, award-winning host of Parts Unknown, and our friend, Anthony Bourdain, has died. July 2019. Self-made billionaire, philanthropist, former presidential candidate Ross Perot has died. April 2020. Singer and songwriter John Prine lost to the virus, but honored tonight. September 2020. Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg has died at the age of 87 from complications from metastatic pancreatic cancer. I dug up this text from October 14th, 2020, 1.33 p.m., I send a text to you that reads, this is verbatim, I would like to seriously, seriously revisit the idea of the DA podcast. DA meaning dead or alive. Correct. Two hours later at 3.27 p.m., I'll send an email with more thoughts. That is what you said? I didn't even respond to the first one? You didn't even respond. An hour My later- My time is at, precious. An hour later at 4.28, you respond, okay, great. I'll look for that, period. Very interested. And as it turns out, I was able to dig up that proposal. I'd like to read you just a little bit of this as well. And I just want to point to a couple things. There is this dead guest criteria. I say, first, they need to have died. This was an underestimation of my intelligence. <laughs> Hang on, let me finish reading. Uh, I did say, I do think that there should be an obituary available for whoever died, as I want to start off the show with the host reading some selected excerpts from the obituary. So we actually did make good on that in the final Famous and Gravy vision. And then finally, I say, the show is not about us. The show is about those who have gone before us and have now left us. 
I think we've made good on the original vision for this podcast. I mean, there's a whole lot of iteration and a whole lot of development that happened. I mean, that was in October of 2020. We didn't release the first episode until December 2021. So there was a year of working on Famous and Gravy. The fact that this podcast came about after COVID hit and we're all in quarantine wondering, you know, am I going to die from this pandemic? And what am I doing with my life? I mean, I think that that also, you know, informed what the podcast has become. Which is the same question. It should be. Yes. It's we're all going to die. You're going to die. What does it all mean? Yes. That we're talking about dead people and dead celebrities whose entire histories and autobiographies have been chronicled. And we are also looking to answer the big questions. How do we know that we are doing the things that we want to do? And that is a really, really hard question to just do on your own. Yeah. I mean, maybe you have a good therapist. Yes. But you also have a relationship with these dead celebrities because you know who they are. Which leads us all back to dead or alive. Death here in this game is trivialized. But in the podcast, it's looking back and say, oh, we need to put significance to this death. And more importantly, what can we actually learn from a life that is fully complete? Because we're in these places all the time that people are saying, hey, what do you want out of life? I don't fucking know. Yeah. I need a blueprint. And I need some constraints and I need shoes that I can step into and walk around and and picture it a little bit to see how it feels. And here we are trying to develop a game that is giving us hundreds of blueprints of lives that were once perceived as very meaningful. Yeah. That were perceived as very immutable. Mm. So let's take some lessons from that. Let's see how each thing that they did, let's see how it resonates with us. Ahmed, one more time. Where can people find this fantastic game. You open up your mobile device. You go to deadoraliveapp.com. First, you add it to your home screen so you can play it over and over and over again. It's very simple, yes. And I should mention free. And at that point, it just works like a free app. And I would say I encourage people to play this aloud with friends. This is, it's fun to play on your own. It's way more fun to play at a dinner party, in the airport, at a bar. There's something about uh, sort of skipping a stone across recent pop culture history. Is this person dead or not? Correct. Like if I were to ask you about Vegas legend Burt Bacharach, dead or alive? Dead? Incorrect. Burt Bacharach is alive. As of this recording. As of this recording. What else should we do? I think we should tell people to tell their friends about this. Like if you enjoy this game the same way you enjoy the podcast, please share it. With your friends. Well, I mean, with passersby. Yes. As ex- much as your friends. Exactly. Because <laughs> they will become your friends once you tell them about this fabulous game. So play away, listeners. This is a fantastic game. This is a good time. This is a bonding experience. Have fun. Feels really good to close the loop on this. Like that this all began with this silly game. Like it's live, man. And we, it's out there. We fucking did it. Yes. So congratulations to you for a brilliant idea and have fun playing. We'll see you on the next episode of Famous and Gravy. Have fun. Mikhail Gorbachev. Uh, Gorbachev is dead. Alive. Soccer great Pele. Uh, The rules are simple. Pele. (laughs) Dead or alive. I'll go dead. He's alive. Yoko Ono. Um, dead? Alive, 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 alive. <laughs> she is alive. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Morita. 
of Karate Kid fame? Uh, I think he died recently. <laughs> he died in 2005. Tina Turner. Dead? Are you going to tell me she's dead? She's alive. <laughs> okay. Oh, God, I got so worried for a second. Test your knowledge. Deadoralive.app.com. Famous and Gravy, our podcast, is a conversation about quality of life as we see it, one dead celebrity at a time. We have a full back catalog of binge-worthy episodes, and we're releasing new episodes of Famous and Gravy regularly. One listener described our show as having an original premise and being pop culture for smarties. That's a nice description. It's a fun show. Check it out. This episode was produced by Jacob Weiss, original theme music by Kevin Strang. Thank you for listening, and we hope to see you next time. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.